My name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, because all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks. Money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Blast off! Surprise! No, it's not Steve Stevens. It's the Big Skipper. It's me, alive and well, in flesh, sitting in for Steve Stevens today, September 5th, Thursday, 2019, podcast 232. And yes, it's me, a.k.a. El Scorcho, Steve Stevens in the streets. I'll be sitting in for him for this podcast. Welcome back. I'm alive and well. For all you motherfuckers out there that thought, oh, the big skipper had a heart attack. He went down. Oh, man, I've been talking to some of his family. They say he's nearly dead. His health is... is is terrible. They told me you were abducted by aliens. Aliens? Aliens. I yep. mean, no, I'm not Jimmy Hoffa. I'm not buried under Giants fucking stadium. I wasn't abducted by aliens up in Area 51. Uh, I didn't just disappear or have a heart attack. I'm not in a fucking grave, people. Matter of fact, I'm happier than ever. I'm fucking richer than ever. I feel fucking wonderful. I've been traveling all around the fucking country since spring training. I mean, I started in Clearwater in March, Poppy. Yeah. And I never stopped. I said, fuck, why stop? It's hot as shit in Vegas. What do I want to be there for? And it was one of the most profitable seasons ever for baseball. It's been unfucking believable. Me and Right Side been the night. Hey, Right Side. Speaking of Right Side, Right Side's in the house. Come on in, Right Side. (laughs) For all you guys don't know, it's my handsome son right here. Bigger, better, stronger than ever. Does this guy look happy to you? And ladies, he's available, okay? Eligible bachelor, ladies. Yeah, I'm looking for an Asian girl for him. (laughs) Preferably uh, 19 to 22. uh, Speaks a little bit of English. You don't have to be a perfect English speaker. But you got to be sexy. You got to know how to cook that Asian food. And you got to get me two Asian babies, okay? Right side? (laughs) Right side. Have we had a fucking blast this summer or what? Yes, we have. Nine different baseball seasons. Bonding with the sun. All right, get the fuck out of here. And grab me some some Powerade, would you? Oh, I got you. Fucking sweating over here like fucking, uh, what was that guy's name from fucking uh, Saturday Night Live? Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, the fat motherfucker went down. Woo! I keep this shit up, I might go down like Farley. Your heart attack fucking predictions might be right. But anyway, listen, no aliens abducted me. I'm fucking healthier than ever. I feel better than ever. My bankroll's fatter than fucking ever. God bless Major League Baseball. I love this country. God bless America. I've been bonding with my son all over the country. Nine different baseball parks. Enough of that. Podcast 232. Poppy, I'm telling you right now, if they don't get their pens and paper ready right now, get a pen and a piece of paper ready. I'm going to give you more knowledge than you've had your whole 12 years of schooling, and you probably didn't go to college because you're a dumb fuck. <laughs> but anyway, if you, I'm going to give you more knowledge right now than you've ever had in your goddamn life when it comes to betting sports. This is going to be an extremely, an extremely... Uh, Podcast full of nuggets, you might say. Well, the, the boss and I have been trying to keep you proud. Uh, been handing out tons of nuggets. The boss has been absolutely on fire, as you know. I've been watching. With, with baseball. And, I mean, you, you've been talking and dealing with all the Ooh. clients like you already do. Yeah. Uh, you know, football week one for college was great. And I know we got the NFL kicking off today. You've got your baseball back here. you got the expert in the house, guys. He's back. Let me tell you what we're going to do today. I'm going to give you the Major League Baseball pennant race breakdown from the world of Big Skipper. 
I'm going to tell you some pros and cons of each team, what I think is going to happen moving into the, uh, October, and I'm going to make some bold predictions here today, and I'm going to tell you who's going all the way. I'm going to spell it right out for you, skipper-style Major League Baseball. I'm going to break down some trends in college football week two that you're just absolutely going to want to pay attention to. And paparazzi, you're one of Steve's NFL uh, sources, you might say. Me personally, if everyone follows the podcast for years, you know I'm not a big NBA, a big NFL guy. I'm mainly college football, college basketball, baseball, of course, and hockey. I'm not a big NBA guy, not a big NFL guy. I do make money betting those games. However, when it comes to studying those uh, leagues and the information, Poppy, you're an insider in the NFL. I understand you're going to go over week one, the NFL, starting tonight with the Packers and the Bears, the start of the 2019. Can you fucking believe it? It's here. I can't believe it's here. I'm so excited. I mean, I don't know if I'm an insider. I, you know, I go by what the boss tells me, and the boss sent in a couple games to talk about and preview for the guys on here. Right. Give out some, give some nuggets for them. He also <coughs> wants everybody to call in for a special, which you're going to talk about later on. But we definitely have some nuggets to drop on the NFL as well as everything you're going to talk it's about. It's going to be a great podcast. Uh, listen, uh, in the world right now, sports betting in America has become... Uh, legal in 11, 12 different states are up and running right now uh, for the start of the NFL season. There's another eight or nine states that have already passed legislation that just haven't uh, started yet. They'll be up and running here real soon in the next 90 days, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be, in in no time, there's going to be sports betting on every single corner in every neighborhood in America. God bless America. God bless sports betting. It's just a beautiful time to be alive. And Poppy... Uh, well, right side's getting me to Powerade. Where's my drink? I think fucking, he's getting it. Fucking kids. I, ta- <laughs> I take this guy all over the goddamn country to games all I summer think, long. I, I think he's out there in I the mean, parking lot right now with the cheerleaders that are out there right now. Well, that would be my boy. He's got his head under those skirts. <laughs> yes, but I think Christ. he's coming. There he comes. I mean, how long is it going to take you to get the Powerade, bud? I'm over here sweating my dick off, man. Thank you. I asked you for one fucking thing. The cheerleaders are more important in the parking lot. I told you that. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Paparazzi, uh, what I was saying, this is a boom. Sports betting is a booming industry. It's huge, okay? Mm -hmm. And this is one of the number one sports podcasts uh, when it comes to sports betting in the nation here on YouTube Mm -hmm. and everywhere else you can reach us. Poppy, go ahead and tell them if they want to advertise, like uh, here at the MyBookie Studios, Mm -hmm. our main sponsor, if they want to advertise, if you've got a small business, a large business, uh, fuck if you're a pimp or a drug dealer. I don't know. If there's anything you need to advertise, Poppy, tell them how to get a hold of us and how they can advertise with us. Well, if you're watching or listening to us on the podcast, you own a small business or a company interested in getting involved with this booming industry, send us an email over to advertising at VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We'll get back to you with all the details on how to become a sponsor of our show. And guys, remember... Over in the U.K., over in Europe, they have betting shops on every corner. And it may be a little while here in the United States before that happens, but it is going to be everywhere, and you want to get in right on the ground floor. Get in while it's at the beginning. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you got every professional sport, uh, you know, having a piece in the sports books now. I mean, Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, the NHL, even NASCAR. Yes. I mean, hell, you got a NASCAR story about how they fucked you on the Denny uh, Hamlin bet this past week. Yeah, uh, real quickly, we'll talk about that. Over at William Hill, uh, I mean, you can go into casinos and and several of the sports books around town are William Hill sports books, but you also have online betting. And at the beginning of the year, NASCAR 
determined that they weren't going to make results official until four hours after the race. Right. And I asked the casino, well, does that have anything to do with inspecting the cars? Because when a car wins the race, they go for post-race inspection. And if it doesn't meet certain requirements, they can... Uh, if, if they were cheating, they disqualify it, cor- Correct. They disqualify right. them. But as far so, as... So you specifically ask them in the beginning of the year, yes. when the race is over and, and the results are up, is that, is that it? Is that final? Is that what you're paying on? Right. Or are you going to wait till after the four hours are up till they inspect all the cars again to, to post the final results. And, was, and how did they answer you? They told me it will have nothing to do with the inspections. NASCAR was just rating the four hours to make it official to okay. determine running order. No all right, problem. So, so what happened last week? So in the Xfinity race, which is the minor league race on Saturday, Denny Hamlin wins the race. And uh, I go three hours later, I made a small wager on Denny Hamlin. He was a favorite at uh, plus $1.80. Uh, I went to go my account and it was marked as a loss. So I called William Hill and said, you incorrectly you know, graded a wager of mine. And they said, sorry, sir, he was disqualified. I did a little research, and he was disqualified. But I said, okay, but you guys told me that it would not affect the payouts on that. They said, that is correct. However, August 1st, we changed the rule. Oh, they changed the rule. How, how convenient. Correct. And I said, well, how, how am I supposed to know? Oh, well, we posted it in the sports book. And I said, well, I, I don't go to the sports book. I bet on, on my mobile app. Oh, well, it's your responsibility to know. So to make a long story short, okay, this is a long-ass fucking story. Yes. You, you, you basically bet Denny Hamlin. I did. He wins the fucking race. He did. Four hours later, they decide they're going to take him down because they expected his, inspected the car, and he was 132nd off somewhere, you know, 132nd of an inch off on a chassis. Or I don't know nothing about racing. I'm not going to claim I do. <laughs> but anyway, he cheated somehow, they said. Yeah. And they took him down and didn't pay anyone to bet Denny Hamlin. In fact, they took your fucking money. They took my money. God he- bless William Hill. Thanks for shutting me off, too, by the way. <laughs> William Hill shut me down for betting too much money. Yeah. That's a whole nother fucking story. But anyway, Billy Hill, you got to get your shit together, man. Come I mean, I, I know you got the industry monopolized, but holy fuck, yeah. okay? It, shut, it, shut, it was a bad beat, let's just say. Shutting me down for over a million dollars in wages in a 12-month period. Just shut me the fuck down. Unbelievable. But anyway, that's a whole nother fucking story. Uh, wow, Poppy, that's quite the goddamn story. So my point was this. All the major leagues are involved in sports betting now. Yes. The, the NHL, the NBA, hockey, uh, NBA... Uh, NASCAR, they all either own a piece of DraftKings or FanDuel. They're all in the sports betting business now all of a sudden. So how is it that when, let, let's just say, uh, I'm not sure which one NASCAR is in with, whether it's uh, DraftKings or, or FanDuel, whichever one they're in with. Right. Okay. Let's just, what's to stop them from saying, oh, holy shit, we got $1.3 million bet on Denny Hamlin today. Okay. He wins the race. They look, holy fuck, we stand to get killed here. Okay. <laughs> So all of a sudden they inspect his car. Four hours later they say, "Oh no, he's disqualified. He was one thirty-second of an inch off." Uh, yeah, we can't pay Denny Hamlin. He didn't win. We were only joking. He cheated. So they take him down, and instead of paying out that big fucking hit they took, they take everyone's fucking money and don't pay him out. Pay the next guy, the guy that actually came in second. And yeah. They just they disqualify him like they did at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, I mean, that, one of the that's... biggest scams ever in betting. Yeah, I mean that that's uh, something that's going to have to be looked into. I so totally agree. Po- yeah, my point is this: How can a sports book have a piece in NASCAR, mm-hmm. and then have a fucking official determination in the results four hours later, uh, n- knowing where their fucking money is and where their risk is? Uh, that's it, shady as fuck. It shouldn't be. And to be honest with you, I, I spoke to Nevada Gaming, uh, being that I used to race horses and everything, and have lots of friends that are still in the industry. I, I use that analogy that, you know, if, if you're with a horse race and a trainer dopes a horse, right, and a horse wins the race, the better gets paid off. Later on, if that horse fails a post-race blood test, 
uh, or a urine test, the trainer has liability. He may get a suspension. He may get a fine. The purse money may come back from the owner. Mm -hmm. But the better is not penalized. And there's right. no way for the average Joe better to know that a car is going to be one thirty-second of an inch off and to assume that a and better should be penalized like that. It, that my my point is the sports book, uh, okay, shouldn't be partly owned or, or at least be heavily uh, vested. NASCAR is heavily vested in, in the sports book. I agree. In the sports betting industry. Yes. And now they actually have a determination on the results four hours later. They can say, hey, that guy, Denny, he was cheating, man. We're not fucking paying you on that. We're only joking. That's pretty shady. Something has to be looked into that. But anyway, I can see when the boss watches this podcast. Yeah. He's going to say, you guys took 10 minutes about Poppy's fucking horse racing, <laughs> Poppy's fucking NASCAR race. Nobody gives a fuck. What are you guys doing? Sorry about that, boss. Let's go ahead and get into a trivia question on where the boss might actually be. Yeah, this will okay? be interesting. Here's a trivia question on where is El Scorcho? Why is he not in this seat today? Okay. A, he's at a business meeting somewhere in the country. Uh, B, he's with three hookers at Caesars right now. That's choice B. Okay. Okay. Choice C, Area 51 aliens abducted him. They swapped me and him out. Okay. They let me come back and took Steve up to Area 51. Okay. Uh, all plausible choices so okay. far. Uh, D, he's with some NFL insiders at the Venetian getting some information for this weekend's opening kickoff in the NFL. Okay. So that's a trivia question. We'll get you the answer later. Well, and make sure you guys put in the comments which one you think, or it could even be E, all of the above. Well, he could be on a business trip with hookers. Talking to some NV, uh, NFL insiders at Area 51 with the aliens. Could be. <laughs> ABC Deary, guys, make sure you put in the comments. Unbelievable. Let's get into the show because let me tell you, like I said, it's going to be the most knowledgeable show we've had around here for a long time. There's going to be a lot of golden nuggets. Get a pen, get a piece of paper because we're going to be coming at you hot and heavy here in just a minute. If you need to get a hold of us, if you want to win betting sports, doesn't matter. Listen, if you're out there winning on your own, you say to yourself, why do I need you guys? I don't need you. I'm winning on my own. Listen, we're not looking to change anything you're doing if you're having success. We're just looking to add to your arsenal. It's like the boss always says. If you're going to war against your bookie and you got two or three Uzis and they're loaded up, okay, and you're right on target, and I'm sitting over here with a fucking tank or two, you might as well take me with you and run your bookie over. Bring you right okay? on board. Yeah, we're looking to be on the same team. We're not enemies. We're partners, okay? It's you and I against the bookie. It's not you against me or, 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 or me against you, okay? It's you and me against the bookie. So if you're doing well on your own, you can never have enough information. There's more than one book in the library, right? right? Okay. So come on in. Add the knowledge that you have and the success you had. Add us to your repertoire. Add us to your information. Add us to your infantry and go attack your bookie. If you're losing and you just can't fucking take it anymore, give us a call. So whether you're winning, you're losing. You're betting small, you're betting medium, you're betting big. Let's have the biggest fucking football season you've ever had in your damn life. Let's put your bookie out of fucking misery, okay? Get a hold of us at 877 877- 220-6540. Uh, if you're just looking for a free pick, we got a website. It's VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Spell it out. VIPSportsLasVegas.com. We have packages for all levels, shapes, and sizes of sports betters. If you're watching this podcast on YouTube, uh, and we're going uh, to gonna start having some live chat rooms according yeah, I, I, to what I've, the boss I've gone, is saying. I've gone in a couple of times on the premieres, spoke with a bunch of uh, our fans. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Keep joining. Come, come okay. in there. We'll try and have the conversations with you. 
Fair enough. So we'll just leave it at that. Let's skip some of this uh, bullshit here because I got to tell you, Poppy, I ain't got time for all this. You're ready to get okay. to it and get these guys I, I, some nuggets. I got these guys' information. They want to Yeah. They want to hear how to beat the fucking book this weekend. That's what they want to They don't want to hear it. You can hear us on Alexa, Smexa, Bexa, YouTube, no. Cracktube, iTunes, It's Tunes, It's Dudes, Instagram, YouTube, fucking... I, listen, we're all over the fucking place, okay? Bottom line, 877-220-6540. We'll help you kick the fucking shit out of your book. And guys, like Steve always tells you, to make sure that it's VIP sports, always know that you're going to get a phone call from that number or call the office because we don't text, Good we don't email. Make sure you call the office or you'll speak to one of our representatives, 877-220-6540. Let's get started with some college football trends for week two. And who's college football brought to us by Poppy? Let them know. College football is brought to us by our main sponsor, mybookie.ag. The new NFL season is here and a lot has changed since the Patriots beat the Rams in Super Bowl 53. Andrew Luck has retired, Antonio Brown is a Raider, Le'Veon Bell is a Jet, and ODB is now catching passes from Baker Mayfield. One thing that hasn't changed is our partnership with the industry's leading sportsbook, MyBookie. Created by online gaming pioneers in 2012, MyBookie.ag vows to improve the sports betting experience where so many other brands have failed. Year in and year out, MyBookie has delivered on its promise of excellent customer service, better bonuses, and more prop bets than any other competitor and rewarding player perks in the business. MyBookie is the place to bet on football every weekend this season. And this year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. Pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool with a guaranteed first place prize of $100,000. So get started today by logging on to MyBookie.ag and creating a new account using my promo code VIP10 and get 10% cash back on your first deposit up to $200. That's promo code VIP10 to get 10% cash back. Follow MyBookie on Instagram and Twitter to get the latest odds and props as they are posted. And remember, who you are betting on is just as important as who you are betting with. Wow. You said one thing hasn't changed. MyBookie, the leading sports book in the industry. It is. It definitely is. There's another thing that hasn't fucking changed since I've been, since I've been gone. A, a that fucking read just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. It does, okay? but our, our boys over at MyBookie, uh, all the guys that have gone over there, all positive feedback. Nothing but positive feedback. Everyone's happy over there. Nothing against MyBookie. We love MyBookie. Are you we kidding do? me? They're the number one sports book out there. Number one offshore, MyBookie, period. Go to MyBookie if you need a book and you want to bet some football, baseball, basketball, hockey, Golf, NASCAR, they Horse got it. racing, they take it all. They fucking got it all. And remember, when you open up an account in my bookie, just use the code VIP10, VIP10, and uh, get signed up. They're good people over there. But holy fuck, are you okay? I'm do okay. You, do you need some air? Uh, do you need some a, water? A little oxygen. Because you're sweating like a fucking whore I, in I, church. I, I feel like I just ran back a 99-yard uh, interception return. Wow. And I'm not in shape to oh, do that. Well, so. that ain't going to happen. You're sweating like a whore in church. I know that. Uh, are you okay? I'm okay. Man, that fucking read, wow. Whew. Hello. My bookie, get over there and open up yourself an account, VIP 10. Let's get into what people really want to know. It's week two, it's college football, and let's get into some trends. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be some, uh, a main, there's going to be a main um, ingredient, or let's say, to every one of these games, and at the end I'm going to tell you what it is, so pay attention. See if you can figure it out on your own. Get that pen and paper ready. I gave you plenty what, what, of... What's Chef Skipper cooking up? I gave you plenty of warning. Here it goes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over some... NCAA college football trends for week two. Wake Forest, wake up and smell the coffee, is playing what goes good with chicken. Rice. Rice! <laughs> wake up, smell the coffee, 
coffee, and what goes good with chicken? Rice. Uh, Wake Forest, 10-4-1 against the spread on the road. 14-5 as a favorite since 2005. I'm sorry, as a road favorite. Now, let me, let me give it to you again. Wake Forest is playing Rice, at Rice, this week. Wake Forest, 10-4-1 against the spread on the road. Their last 15 road games. They're 14-5 and five when they're favored on the road since 2015. An upset. Second game, Marshall at Boise. Boise, 16-35 and 35 as a home favorite on the blue carpet. That's for, a surprising stat, too. And for those of you that don't know that, the blue carpet is where Boise plays on their home field. They have a blue carpet, blue turf. While Boise is 16-35 and 35 when they're favored at home on that blue carpet. That's horrible. Marshall, on the other hand, is 8-2 their last two years in a dog roll. 8-2 when a dog the last two years. And they're 7-0 when they're on the road against a non-conference team. Okay? And you also have Boise coming off of that uh, road win against Florida State to open up the season over there in Jacksonville. So, Absolutely. Uh, you may be looking at a team who uh, got up for that game, may not be as up. Uh, they were fired up. They were. Stoked up. Big win over Florida State. Now they come back home to play on the blue turf where they're 16-35 and 35 as a home favorite. And Marshall, 7-0 and against the spread when they're on the road and they're playing a non-conference USA team. 8-2 and two their last two years as a dog, just period. In the dog roll, 8-2. and two. They've covered 8 out of the last 10 times they've been a dog. Okay? Enough said about the Marshall-Boise <laughs> game. Are you taking fucking notes? Get your wallet out, get your bankroll out, and get ready, my friend. There's a lot of fucking money to be made this weekend. I'm going to give you some more. I'm not done. Ohio U at Pitt. Ohio is 10-2 and two as a road dog since 2015. Did you hear me? 10-2 and two as a road dog since 2015. They're also 9-1 and one against the spread when playing a non-MAC team on the road. So when Ohio plays a team on the road, a non-conference game on the road, They've covered nine out of the last ten times in that position. Pittsburgh, six and fourteen against the spread at home in the last three years. The last twenty home games, Pitt, they've only covered six times. Did you hear me? And uh, you, also, you also have to remember too, Ohio. Uh, most of their non-conference games would be, all be scheduled at the very beginning of the year, as the conference games course. are played at the end. So this is a team who gets up for these non-conference games. This is a team that comes ready uh, at the beginning of the season. So that's something to look for. Ohio gets it up like you get it up for that uh, male lady friend of yours. Uh, former that, 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 former that, male lady that, friend that, of mine. That, that uh, male lady that delivers the mail. Yes. Yeah, she delivers for Poppy every now and then. Uh, well, yeah. Steve Stevens told me I'm the one who delivers the package. That's oh, what, okay. That's what he so, told me to tell All right, about. well, I know you've been eating that shit like a fucking champ. Yeah, the, okay. Mike, the Mike Trout of eating, if you remember. <laughs> you, oh, my Lord. UAB at Akron. Are you, writing down, are you writing this down? UAB at Akron. The Blazers, that's UAB in case uh, you dumb fucks don't know that. <laughs> UAB Blazers are 10-4 and four against the spread last year. So last year they went 10-4 and four against the number. UAB is 18-9-1 against the spread since 2017. Bottom line, UAB just loves to get the money. UAB just loves to get you fucking paid. Okay? 66% of the time they do. The Akron Zips, on the other hand, are just 2-8 and eight as a home dog going back to 2014. They've only been a dog at home 10 times, right? Yep. Since in the last five years, they've been a road dog 10 times. I'm sorry, a home dog. They've only covered two. Okay? 80, 80% of the time, they're not getting a job. Do done. you got the notes? 
UAB, a hot covering team last year, 10-4 and four against the spread. They're 18-9-1 against the spread since 2017. That's a track record of success, of success my friend. That's a 67% or better track record of success, and they're going up against a team that's only covered two times as a home dog in the last five years, which is the Akron Zips. All right, I think you know what I'm saying. Uh, Army at Michigan. Army at Michigan. You want to talk about a team that loves to get you paid? Army loves to get you paid, people. Army is 14-8 and eight as a dog their last four years, and they're 6-1 and one against the spread on the road their last seven road games. So the last seven times Army has gone out on the road, they've got the money. And they're 14-8 and eight as a dog the last four years, period. Now there's a team that's getting people paid, paparazzi. They are. And Harbaugh. I know you don't like hearing this. That's all right. I, I know you're a big blue guy. <laughs> I know you're a Michigan guy. I'm sorry I had to preview this one. It's, it's okay. But it doesn't look good when it comes to the spread for Michigan. Harbaugh is 1-5. For those of you who don't know, Harbaugh's the coach of Michigan Wolverines. Okay. Harbaugh is 1-5 against the spread at home when he's hosting a non-conference game. They didn't cover this past Saturday against Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Michigan has a brand-new offensive coordinator. They have two quarterbacks, Shea Patterson and then uh, McCaffrey, uh, Ed McCaffrey's uh, son right. uh, and uh, the McCaffrey brother that's in the NFL, his brother. They're trying both quarterbacks right now. It's both quarterbacks are getting playing time. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're trying to run the offenses through both kids right now. So uh, they might be a little bit more methodical. So if you get a big number there with Army, you look at these stats and everything, that, that might be the way to go. Army 14-8 and, and as a dog last four years, 6-1 and one against the spread on the road their last seven road games, and Harbaugh just doesn't cover at home against non-conference teams. Simple as that. He's only covered once out of his last six home non-conference games. Let's move on. Am I making you any money yet? Am I, am, are, are you getting anything out of this? Northern Illinois at Utah. Kyle Winningham, the coach of Utah, 6-2-1 as a double-digit favorite. 6-2-1 when he's a double-digit favorite. Utah also 12-5 against the spread. Their last 17 home games. 17 and 5 against the spread, last 17 at home. Northern Illinois, on the other hand, is 0 4 and 1 against the spread, their last five non conference games. Okay? So there you have it. Northern, I don't have to spell it out for you. I think I'm telling you all you need to know. I'm going to go over four more real quick, and then we're going to move on to some uh, NFL week one information. Nebraska at Colorado. Here's a big game Nebraska at Colorado. The Nebraska Cornhuskers are 6-1, and one, guys, against the spread, and they're 4-0 against the spread their last four games. Okay? So going back to last season, they've covered six out of their last seven games and four straight. They also covered their last four road games of the year last year. So here's a team that is what? Very well prepared. Yes, sir. Any team that goes out on the road and covers like that is extremely well coached and well prepared. 6-1 and one against the spread their last seven games dating back to last season. They've covered four straight games. And they've also covered four straight on the road going back to last year. On the other hand, the Colorado Buffaloes, wow, absolutely horrible at home against the spread. They did cover at home last week. They did. Opening week against Colorado State in that big interstate rivalry game Mm -hmm. to start the season. Uh, But they got that cover late, by the way. Yes. Colorado, even after that cover last week, is 3-13 against the spread at Boulder. Did you hear what I just said? And Colorado's defense didn't look so great last week either. They didn't look too good. No, they didn't. No. (laughs) Their offense looked pretty damn good. Defense looked horrendous. Correct. Colorado is 3-13 against the spread at home their last 16 home games. That's fucking terrible. When you can't cover the number at home, you got a lot of fans in the crowd pissed the fuck off. Okay? You got a lot of drunks that ain't happy that they ain't getting paid from the bookie. 
Because if you're betting your team, if you're going to a Buffalo game up there at Boulder and you got your money on the Buffs, they're not covering. They've only covered three times in their last 16 home games. They're also 3-9 and nine the last 12 as a dog under McIntyre. Not good, McIntyre. No, sir. The last 12 times McIntyre's been a dog with the Buffs, he's only covered three times. It's not looking good for the spread uh, for the Buffaloes this week. All right, enough said. Call Ed. Uh, Illinois at UConn. Huh, you want to talk about a team that'll put you in fucking foreclosure. This is one of them. Paparazzi. If you're betting UConn Huskies, you are losing your ass. I've already lost my... I'm in a cardboard box on the fucking street. <laughs> You'll be living under a fucking bridge. UConn. 2-11 against the spread in their last 13 games. Period. 2-11. 7-18 against the spread since 2017 under Edsall. So, under their coach, they've only covered 7 out of 25 games since 2017. And only 2 out of their last 13 overall. That's fucking horrendous. Yeah, this is Randy Etzel's second uh, tour with this team. Randy Etzel had a lot of success with Connecticut, moved over to Maryland, mm-hmm. came back to Connecticut, thought that he would be able to rebuild this program. Right. It has not happened it's so not far happening. at all. It's not happening. No, it's not happening. When you only get the money, 2 out of your last 13 get- games, right. uh, the fans want to kill you. Yeah. Uh, unless they're betting against the game. <laughs> Unless you're one of the guys that go to the game, you know, you like to go to your Husky game, but by all means, you got your money on the other fucking side, okay? R- rumor has it that Etzel may be a candidate for uh, the Area 51 abduction if they don't take <laughs> you. I know one thing. If you're betting UConn at home, you're losing your ass. If you're betting Colorado at home, you're losing your ass. Between those two teams, they're 5-24 and 24 at home against the spread. 5-24! and 24. Wow. Moving on, two more games for you. Wyoming, what a big upset last week. Yeah, played great. Uh, one of Skipper's uh, plays. You yeah. might, uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw that in there. Yep. Big Skipper was big on uh, the Cowboys last weekend. Wyoming plus 17. Uh, not only did they win, they, not only did they cover, they won, the game, they won the game outright. Yes, How would you like to have a 17-point dog that wins outright? Give me a fucking call. 877-220-6540. I'll show you how to find dogs, double-digit dogs, that are winning fucking straight out. Wyoming Cowboys at Texas State. Wyoming is 6-0 against the spread, 7-3 against the spread as a favorite. Did you hear what I said? They've covered six straight games and seven out of their last ten as a favorite. Texas State, on the other hand, 4-10 as a home dog. 4-10 when they're catching points at home since 2016. That's fucking horrendous. Wouldn't you agree, Poppy? I would totally I, agree I, with am that. Am I boring you? You're not boring me at all, sir. Am I boring? I, I, I like making nuggets just like these am folks. Am I boring though. anybody? Or am I just throwing nuggets all over the place? Uh, you're throwing out free money. I think the boss is going to get like, a little upset. I'm like Skipper Santa. I know he's not going to like this. <laughs> no. I know right now Steve <laughs> is not going to like what I'm doing. Right. Okay? I just gave you ten fucking games with some trends that are just fucking sick. Just sick. You bet all ten of those games, 500 a pop, I can almost guarantee you that you're walking away with a fucking profit. I'm going to give you one more for the road. Eastern Michigan's playing the Kentucky Wildcats in Kentucky this weekend. Listen to this. Kentucky 1-9 as a home favorite. The last 10 times they've been favored at home, they've only covered once. That's a 90% trend. 90%. It gets better. They're 1-10 against the spread against non-SEC foes. So when they're not playing in the conference against an SEC team, the last 11 non-conference game, they've only covered fucking once. Wow. That's 93%. How are you going to go against that? Are you fucking kidding me? That's a 90% trend. 1-9 at home as a favorite against the spread, and 1-10 against the spread versus non-conference opponents. Now, let's add a little fuel to the fire. Eastern Michigan, 
14 and 2 as a road dog. <laughs> and getting plenty so, of points, too. So you got the Wildcats, which have only covered once at home in their last 10 games as a favorite, okay? And only covered once out of 11 games in a non conference game. Against Eastern Michigan, who's covered 14 out of 16 times, they've been catching points on the road. Are you ready for this? The last 24 times Eastern Michigan's been a dog, they're 20, 20 wins, 20 covers, only three losses, and there was a push in there. So out of the last 24 times Eastern Michigan's been getting points, they've covered 20 of them. Wow. That might be the best trend of the week. It may be. And you just all right, gave, I'm, that, you I'm gave that out for free, too. Listen, listen, I could do this all day for you, but I won't. I just gave you th- 11 games in college football for this week that are just absolute sick trends. The boss is going to be furious I even just did that, okay? 877-220-6540. I'm going to tell you why. Just because it looks good on paper doesn't mean it's going to turn out that way. They still got to play the game. I'm just, I'm just going over some trends that are phenomenal for week two. If you want to know where the inside is, if you want to know where the information is, if you want to know where Steve Stevens, the legend, the number one sports betting consultant in the world, if you want to know where we got our money, 877-220-6540. We're running a promotion this week. Not only will you get the college football winners this week, you'll get NFL Week 1 called this Friday. You'll get NFL Week 1 all day Saturday and all day Friday's college football, and I'll throw in the Monday night football game for $149. $149. It's a hell of a deal. You're fucking out of your mind if you don't call me right now. 877-220-6540. Let's jumpstart the biggest fucking football season you've ever had in your life. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back. We're going to go over some NFL week one. We're going to highlight two games. We're not going to give you 11 like I just did in college football, but we're going to go over two games in, co- in uh, NFL that paparazzi wants to talk about. And maybe even more importantly, what you've been waiting for, I'm going to go over the pennant race, who I think's hot, what some of the team's weaknesses, what some of the team's strengths are that are heading into the postseason, and I'm going to break it right down for you. I'm going to give you the big skipper's prediction all the way through the World Series and tell you who wins the trophy right after this break. We'll be right back. Welcome to my bookie. You're ready to create an account and start making money, and we're here to help. And remember, you can get a bonus of up to $1,000 on your first deposit. You put in $100, we'll give you $100. You put in $1,000, and we'll give you $1,000. First, you'll review your selected bonus. You can change your bonus or decline your bonus. Next, you'll select a deposit option. Enter your deposit amount and click Deposit. Fill out your card info. You can also edit your billing address if you need to, and then click Confirm Deposit. Now you're ready to bet. Just go to mybookie.ag, visit the sports book, click on your bet, and input the amount you want to risk or win in the bet slip. You can also view how much money you have left in your account and review your pending wagers. Yes, it's that easy. Just remember... At MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Welcome back to Podcast 232. And yeah, I'm still here. The aliens haven't returned to pick me up. I'm still here. It's, it's a big skipper, the, a.k.a. the chiropractor, straighten you the fuck out, dropping golden nuggets everywhere, straightening out your bookie. I'll straighten out your wife. I'll straighten out your boss. I'll straighten out everything in your fucking life. All you got to do is call. 
220-6540, and I'll straighten you the fuck out. Now, real quick, getting back to the last segment with the college football Golden Nuggets for week two. I told you there was a common denominator with all those trends, and I forgot to tell you what it was when I was finished. Did anybody notice? I just went over 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 or 11 different games and some serious trends in those games. Every one of those games, Poppy, except the Utah game, every one of those games, the trend was heavily favored to the road team. Did you hear me? I noticed it. Week two, pay attention to the road teams. Heavy trends on the road teams in week two. Do I have to say it again? No, I don't. Moving on to the NFL. Opening week of the NFL. Season starts tonight. Bears and Packers. This is what you've been waiting for. No more preseason. No more excuses. No more sitting on your ass. No more staying in the locker room. No more sitting on the bench. It's time to put the helmet on. Buckle up the chin strap. Put your fucking mouthpiece in because we're ready to bang some fucking heads. All right? Poppy, let them know. We're going to go over two matchups in the NFL, give you a couple trends, and just me and Poppy's opinion on the game. Uh, well, first off, we're going to talk about the Detroit Lions over at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this game kicks off at 425 Eastern on Sunday, 125 Pacific. Right. Uh, you got Matt Stafford the, uh, at the helm, the quarterback for the Detroit Lions. A veteran quarterback with Detroit uh, heading into the desert to take on Arizona in week one. That's right. Uh, Kyler Murray gets his first start. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner from Oklahoma. Uh, the midget. The midget. The midget. The, the draft pick over there for uh, the Cardinals. So it's Matt Stafford, the veteran quarterback, yep. heading into the desert to take on Kyler Murray, the midget. That's right. You got Matt Patricia, head coach of the Lions, his second year versus uh, Cliff Kingsbury, his uh, first year. A lot of people were very surprised that uh, he got the hire uh, with no NFL experience and actually a losing record in mm-hmm. college. Right. Uh, but uh, his upstart offense is, is something that they think will be a great match with Kyler Murray. Uh, we're going to talk about a few tr- uh, stats and trends here right now. The Arizona Cardinals are 1-7 straight up their last eight games. Hold on a second. You got your pen and paper out still? Make sure it, they do. I hope you didn't run out of ink, okay? Because uh, not only do we have the NFL matchups here, but I'm going to go over my MLB playoff pitcher here in just a minute. Paparazzi, tell them what the line on the game is first. Well, the game is uh, a two and a half. Detroit uh, minus Detroit two and a half. Two and a half, yes. In Arizona. In Arizona. So we got a road favorite. Yep. Lions laying two and a half currently. Total 46 and a half, correct? That, that is correct. All Two right. and a half and 46 and a half. Go ahead. Now, what'd you say? Arizona was what? Now, Arizona in their last eight games straight up is one and seven. So going back to last season, the last eight games of the year, Arizona just lost seven out of eight straight up. They laid down at the end of the year. Didn't give a fuck. Just laid down. That they did. Uh, they were in kind of a rebuilding mode. Uh, they wanted to get a good draft pick. They did. They got the quarterback of their future and actually... Uh, Traded away uh, the kid there from uh, UCLA, Rosen. Right. Uh, who they had Josh drafted. Rosen. Yes, they had drafted so they laid, the year before. So they laid down so they could get the midget in the draft. They did. Okay, well, now, now you're stuck with them. Now let's see what you can do. What, what else is going on in this game? Well, against the spread at home in their last five, they're one and four. One and four. So Arizona's only won one out of their last seven at the end of the regular season. One of the last eight. Uh, mm-hmm. One out of their last eight. Laid the fuck down. Mm-hmm. And what was that trend you just said? One and four against the spread at home their last five. Wow. So their last five games at home last year, they've only covered one out of five. That's an 80% losing record, or depending on how you're looking at it, if you bet against Arizona at home last year, their last five games, you went 80%. However, when playing the Detroit Lions at home, Mm -hmm. Arizona is 8-1 and against the spread the last nine. Wow, okay. So Arizona wasn't covering at home at the end of last season. No. However, when they played Detroit at home, the last nine times they played the Lions in Arizona, they've covered eight out of nine. 
they get the job done. Does that fucking mean anything? I don't know. Not but what Steve would say is, not no, but fuck no. <laughs> they were different teams, different quarterbacks, different fucking coaches. That's why when you hear these gold nuggets and you hear these trends, pay attention. Some of them don't mean dick. Right. Uh, well, I can tell you also, uh, as I have a lot of connections over there in Michigan, yes. uh, Detroit, as, as uh, Matt, Matt, Matt Patricia, the coach of Detroit, has said this is a really hard game to uh, prepare for because you're preparing for three things. You're preparing for the way the offensive game plan is going to be, the coach, and the quarterback. You have a rookie head coach, so that takes a lot of uh, issues. So you got a second-year coach with uh, Detroit Lions, right. with Patricia, the old assistant for... Uh, Bill Check, right? right. And, but, uh, but you got a rookie head coach for Arizona. So okay, so a second-year quarterback de- uh, coach, Detroit. Right. A first-year coach for Arizona. Correct. And a first-year rookie midget quarterback, right. so Kyler they have, Murray. They have right. no real game tape on him. Right. They have a brand-new offense over there in right. Arizona. So Detroit has had a uh, particular time, uh, a little bit of difficulty trying to prepare for this game. On top of Detroit was 0-4 in the preseason, and Matt Stafford barely played anything in the preseason. He only right. played a couple of series, right. uh, so he's had some health issues. So this is a game where Detroit is going to be vulnerable. Uh, Arizona, the fans are going to be lit up for Kyler Murray's big, 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 right. big coming out party. Uh, we have some conflicting, uh, conflicting stats on the total where the Arizona-Detroit game have gone over the last 15 games. Um, that they played each other 11 of the last 15 games. So the last 15 times Arizona and Detroit have played each other, 11 out of the 15 times the game's gone over. But Arizona has gone under in eight of their last 10 home games. Okay, so Arizona at home, at the end of last year, they, were, they lost seven out of eight games straight up. Uh, they only covered once out of the last five, and a lot of the games at home last year in Arizona were going under. However, when they played Detroit, Arizona seems to cover eight out of the last nine times, and the game seemed to go over 11 out of the last 15 times they played Detroit. So, to sum it the fuck up. To, so summing okay. up here, we're, we have conflicting information on the total. We're going to stay away from that. We're right. going to lean towards Arizona here. Small uh, lean. Small lean. It's week one, but they do get the job done against Detroit. Detroit has admittedly said they've had uh, some trouble preparing for this one, and uh, Matt Stafford's health has been in question. Hasn't had a lot of time playing, so right. we're going to look for Detroit to actually take a little bit slower into week one, wait to go into week two, lean towards Arizona. So put game. us down for no play on the total in that game and a very small lean. Uh, on Arizona at home and the midget plus the two and a half with the uh, rookie coach, rookie quarterback in front of the home fans to start the season. We'll take the plus two and a half at home with a real small lean. The uh, second game we're going to preview is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Uh, San Francisco is a one-point favorite. The total is 51. This game is also a 425 Eastern start, 125 Pacific. Nobody gives a fuck what time the game is. Well, I, the game starts at 4 o'clock. It does. Eastern time? Eastern time, that's okay, correct. Okay, so 1 o'clock out here. Yes. All right. All right. San Francisco's laying one on the road at Tampa Bay to start the season. The total on this game has gone from 49 up to 51. What do you got to say about this, Poppy? Well, San Francisco, their team record last year was 4-12, 5-11 and against the spread. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who was a very promising quarterback, uh, looked like the franchise quarterback, went down, I believe it was week one, with uh, an ACL. Mm-hmm. So their, uh, their season got derailed from the start. Uh, San Francisco, 
is one in four, their last five games against the spread on the road. Um, but again, they're playing with backup quarterbacks, so you have to read into that a little bit. Right. Uh, Tampa Bay, their last six games, four, one, and one. And Tampa Bay last year, Jameis Winston started the season with a three-game uh, suspension. Ryan Fitzpatrick, though, started the season, and Tampa Bay had one of the uh, top offenses in the NFL, surprisingly. Um, so Tampa Bay last year was a team of two seasons. They actually started off better than uh, they did finish. However, they were 4-1-1 one, one against the spread they their covered, last six games. Right. They covered a lot at the end of the season. They their, did. Their last six games of the year, Tampa Bay covered four times. They tied once and only didn't get the money once. So if you bet Tampa Bay the last six weeks of the season last year, you got paid four times, you got your money back on a tie once, and you only lost once, okay? Even, Tampa Bay was 7-7-7, seven, seven, and seven, uh, I'm sorry, 7-7-2. Seven, seven, and two. So they were 50-50 against the spread last year. Uh, so in the beginning of the season, they weren't covering at all. If you, no. bet, if you bet them the last six times, you cashed four times, pushed once, and uh, only lost your money one time. On the flip side of that, San Francisco, uh, 16 games last year, they only covered five of them, and they were fucking absolutely horrendous on the road. They went one and four against the spread their last five games on the road last year. Uh, not so good if you were betting the 49ers last year, especially on the road. And Tampa Bay, if you bet them late in the year, the last six games, you were getting fucking paid. Well, what else do you have to say about this? San Fran minus one in Tampa Bay. Total went from 49 to 51. You got anything to say about the total, Poppy? Well, yeah, the total we're going to focus on a little bit here. The total has gone under in five of Tampa Bay's last six games at home. Mm. Uh, the total has gone under in Tampa, uh, the last Tampa, 19 games of Tampa's at home. 13 of the last 19 have gone under. 13 out of the last 19 Buccaneers home games have stayed under. And what was the first one you said? Uh, Tampa Bay has gone under in five of their last six home games. So 13 out of their last 19 home games, Tampa Bay has stayed under. And five out of their last six home games have been unders. Correct. Wow. And what we're looking here is for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to kind of slowly get back into the offense. We don't think he's coming out there to throw the ball for 400 yards or anything okay. like that. We like this game to stay under the number. Even though the number has gone up a couple of points, we are leaning towards the under in this game. All right, so we're going to say that the public uh, betting has taken this total from 49 to 51 early. And Paparazzi and I feel that with the trends and everything he's just mentioned, uh, it looks like an under to us. So either the book is moving the line to bait you, to trap you, to make it seem like it's going to go over, and the money's coming in on the over when they really know it's going to be under. Uh, or there's just been a whole lot of fraudulent money coming in on the over because the way we see it, this could be an under game while Garoppolo gets his feet uh, underneath him once again. Is but, that what we're getting out of this? That's what we're getting, but if they really want the uh, big NFL plays, right. they know what to do. Once again, if you want to know where we're actually putting our money, what we're telling our clients to do, and when you work with VIP Sports... The big skipper, Steve Stevens, we treat your bankroll like it's our bankroll, okay? And if you want to know where our money's going, don't try to figure out all these gold nuggets and trends. Scratch your head and say, fuck, which one am I going to bet? Which 10 am I going to play? It's money management. It's discipline. If you want to know where the money management is and the discipline is and where our own money is, 877-220-6540. Don't wait till week five. Till you're fucking buried. $149, you'll get the college football Friday and Saturday, and you'll get NFL week one Sunday and Monday, and you'll know exactly where our money is. $149. It's worth it to beat your book. If you can't justify $149, 
to start your season off strong and kick the shit out of your bookie this weekend, then you probably should just save all your money and uh, go to an amusement park this weekend. Don't even bet. Anyway, are we done with the NFL? We're done with the NFL. Let's get to your favorite part of the year. Oh, boy. It's baseball time, folks. Let me wet the fucking big whistle because what I'm about to do right here, I do not do very often. I'm going to give you a major league playoff pitcher breakdown. There's approximately 21 games left. Some teams have 22. Uh, About three weeks left in the regular season. I'm going to go over what the playoff pitcher looks like to me and what I feel exactly is going to come down and who's going to walk away with the trophy. In the American League East, the Yankees have a one-game lead over Tampa Bay uh, heading into Thursday's action. The Yankees got a half a game lead over Houston for the number one seed, Poppy. Okay? Yep. So... When people say, oh, the American League is, uh, there's really nothing, you know, but the wild card left to play for. Actually, the Yankees and the Astros, there's only a game or less than a game separating them for home field throughout the postseason, which we know is incredibly important. Correct. Okay? The Twins have a three game, uh, I'm sorry, six and a half game lead over Cleveland in the Central. It looks like my prediction was right. In the American League Central, I did say in the beginning of the year, did I not, Poppy? You said Minnesota would win the Central Division. That the Twins would win the Central Division. That looks okay? correct. And sure enough, not only are they winning the division, that offense is just looking sick. Uh, uh, and in a good way, sick. The American League West, Houston Astros, a commanding 10-game lead over the Oakland A's. They're going to win the West easy. Yankees win the East easy. Central, uh Obviously, Minnesota's going to win as far as I'm concerned. There's no way Cleveland's coming back seven games at this point. Let's get down to the wild card. Uh, So the only thing to play for in the American League is home field advantage between the Yankees and the Astros. The wild card, Tampa Bay has a one-game lead over Oakland and Cleveland. And Boston, who's had a disgraceful fucking year, big disappointment. They're uh, five and a half games out of the wild card right now. Now, there's one thing about every American League team that's headed to the postseason, Poppy, Mm-hmm. that is just phenomenal as far as I'm concerned. It's something I say every year in baseball. I say it every year in every sport. And do you know what it is? got to win on the road. You must win on the road to win championships. If you can't win on the road, chances are you won't make it to the postseason. And this is any sport. And if you do make it to the postseason, you're not going to make it very far. Show me championships in any sport. Show me a champion team that was under 500 on the road. And I'll give you a free week of service. It doesn't fucking happen very often, if ever. You must win on the road. The amazing thing about the American League is that every team headed to the postseason has a winning record on the road. Every team, unlike the National League. In the National League, the only teams that have a winning record on the road are the Braves, the Nationals, the Dodgers, and uh, surprisingly, Arizona. In 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 the American League, Poppy, every team headed to the postseason is above 500 on the road. That's stunning. It is okay? stunning, yep. That is stunning, okay? So what am I saying? Are you, read between the lines. Watch the road teams in the American League postseason, and you may be able to find some spots where you're going to get a real nice price on a road dog in the postseason. There's going to be opportunities to make money mm-hmm. at plus value on road teams in the American League in the postseason because every one of these teams knows how to win on the road, Bobby. Okay? That's a big tip from me right there. Take that one, put it in your pipe, and smoke it. But most importantly, put it in the back of your mind. When October rolls around, 
You will be able to make money on road teams in the American League. You'll be able to find some real nice dog spots, okay? Now, what do I think about this wild card? Tampa Bay's up by a game. Tampa Bay, Oakland, and Cleveland are all right there. Only two of them are going to move on, Poppy. Which two? And one of them's going to go home. And the Red Sox, back five and a half games, I don't, they don't get there. As far as I'm concerned, they're fucking done. Let's talk about Tampa Bay. They continue to surprise. I mean, people are still talking about, is Tampa Bay a fucking fraud? And it's September fucking 5th. No, they're not a fraud, people. Okay? They're not a fucking fluke. They're plus 91 in, rough, in run differential. And they're plus 16 games on the road. They're 43 and 27 on the road. They're 16 games over 500 on the road. In fact, they got the second best road record in the American League, Poppy. Tampa Bay's for fucking real. Their runs against 568. They have the third best run against number in the American League. So Tampa Bay gives up the third least amount of runs than any team in the American League. They got great pitching and they know how to use it. They know how to use their bullpen. They don't give up runs. And they win on the road. They have the second best road record in the American League. Isn't their, uh, their Cy Young Award winner also out, too, with injury? Stanek? Stanek, yes, he is. He is and, they right? stu- and they still continue to perform. They do. And guess what, Poppy? They got a one-game lead for the wild card. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I see them there. I don't think they're going anywhere. The season, has, the season is not a fluke. This team is not a fucking surprise anymore. It's fucking September. The season started in April. You can't be a fluke for five straight months. Tampa Bay's for real. They're a solid team. They're going to win the wild card. They're going to get one of the spots. Cleveland, on the other hand. Let's go over Cleveland. Number one team for giving up the fewest amount of runs. So Cleveland gives up the fewest amount of runs, 557 runs. They got a 99 plus 99 run differential. So Tampa Bay gives up the third fewest runs. Cleveland gives up the... Fewest amount of runs in the American League. That's, that's what they got going for them, okay? They're 38-31 and 31 on the road, so they're seven games over. The problem with Cleve, uh, Cleveland is they got a lack of offense, and their remaining schedule is brutal, okay? Uh-huh. They have the worst offense out of any American League contender. Cleveland has the worst offense. They got the number one pitching. They give up the fewest amount of runs. However, their offense... Is horrendous. They have the worst offense of any American League team headed to the postseason or any contender. They went out and they got Puig. Right. The guy's hitting 253, Poppy. Right. Not, okay, not Puig. It done. I'm sorry, fucking Francona, but Puig wasn't the fucking answer. Right. Okay. They went out and they got uh, Fanmil Reyes from San Diego. Nice young kid, good guy. He's a power hitter. Has just been unable to find his stroke, his stroke consistently. Okay. Uh, however. He, he should do better in Cleveland because he's the DH and he doesn't have to play the field. Uh, he can just hit every day because he's not a great fielder. But Puig, Yasiel Puig and Famil Reyes, they're both batting 251, 253-ish. They weren't the fucking answer to better your offense. You could have found something better because I'm sorry, Francona. Those two guys were not the answer to help the worst offense of any postseason contender in the American League. Uh, now, I'm going to go out and say this, and it might, not, it might offend some people. That's what I do. I speak the truth. This Carlo Carrasco fiasco, Carlos Carrasco, a real solid pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. He had cancer. He battled it. He's fighting cancer. He's a survivor, and God bless him for that, and it's a great story. 
but he's hurting the fucking team, Poppy. Yeah. He's come in in two games now since he's been back. He's given up runs in both games. And uh, Tuesday night, he got absolutely shelled. He gave up four runs in the bottom of the eighth inning against the White Sox, and he blew a blue, uh, an absolute great start from Mike Clevenger. And when you're trying to win every game and you're one game out of the wild card spot, can't have that. we can't have this happen. Listen, God bless you, Carrasco. I feel wonderful that you beat cancer. It's a great fucking story. Uh, let, let's just let, let, let's not keep putting them out there in situations right. that could hurt the team and could cost them a postseason bid. Right. And, and, and not only that, it's not going to make him feel any better knowing he just gave up four fucking runs at the bottom of the eighth and blew a great start by Mike Clevenger. Right. I mean, Clevenger threw a fucking gem Tuesday let's, night. Let's let him get healthy and come back next season. Absolutely. I mean, when you're losing to the fucking White Sox, uh, you're not a team that's looking to win the wild card. They lost again okay? last night, too. Yeah, and Cleveland's got six games left with the Twins. Remember what I said? What's going to hurt Cleveland is their lack of offense, and they have a real tough remaining schedule. They have to play the Twins six more times. They play my fight in Phil's three times, and they play the Nationals, which is a surging fucking team. Yep. They're playing the Nationals three times. So three with Philly, three with Washington, and six with fucking the Twins. I got news for you. Cleveland. You're done. <laughs> Sorry, Francona. Puig wasn't the answer. Reyes wasn't the answer. You got to get Carrasco out of the fucking game. He's not ready to go. That's fucking obvious. And the remaining schedule you got doesn't look too good. Your offense isn't going to be able to hang with those six games with Minnesota uh, or Philly or the Nationals for that. And I see Tampa Bay and I see Oakland getting the wild card. Just real quick uh, on Oakland. They're barely 500 on the road, which is good hurt them, Poppy. Yeah. Oakland, just 35 and 32 on the road. Uh, even after they just went 7-3 and three last week against two great teams, the number one and number two team in the American League, Oakland went 7-3 and three against the Astros and the Yankees last week, Poppy. Mm-hmm. They had a great week. Uh, that being said, they're still only playing 500 ball their last 12 games. Okay, so Oakland has shown flashes. They've shown flashes of greatness by winning seven out of three against the Yankees and the Astros. But playing only 500 ball the last 12 games, they got excellent pitching. They got excellent defense. They're really good at home. Watch, watch Oakland at home down the stretch here. There's going to be some opportunity to make some money on Oakland down the stretch uh, up at the Coliseum. However, on the road, only three games over 500. That's going to hurt them in the long run. I'm a big fan of Mike uh, Fears or Fires, yep. however you say his name. 13 and 3, 3.5 ERA. I'm a big fan of Mike Fires. I wanted the Phillies to get him, actually. Uh, I believe he'll be pitching at the Coliseum Sunday afternoon, if I'm not mistaken, against your Detroit Tigers, as a matter of fact. That should be an easy win for Oakland. Looks like a real good spot for Oakland on Sunday at home against the Tigers. So, uh, one bad thing for Oakland, they got to play 16 straight days without a day off, starting yesterday. Yeah. 16 straight days without a day off. That's rough. That is rough, okay. especially uh, this time of year with injuries and everything. Yeah. Am I boring you? You're not boring me. No, sir. I'm dropping knowledge. You are dropping knowledge okay. and nuggets. Major League Baseball playoff pitcher. That's the American League playoff pitcher from the Big Skipper. Uh, Minnesota, one of the hottest teams in baseball. They've won nine out of the last ten. They're 47-23. and 23. I love the Twins. Not only did I pick them to win the Central, I think this team's going deep, Poppy. They're going deep. Like you went on your mail, on your uh, mail lady, your girlfriend over there. Yeah. Going deep. 47-23 to Minnesota Twins. They have the best road record in baseball, guys. 
They have the number one offense in baseball. They got eight players on their li- in their lineup that have hit over 20 home runs. Poppy. That's a lot. The Minnesota Twins have think- eight, eight fucking players that have hit over 20 home runs. Didn't they just set the all-time uh, season home record, run record. Home run on Sunday, yes. right? In yes. Detroit, if Correct. I recall. Yes. So they're one of the hottest teams in baseball. They won nine out of ten. They have the best road record in all of baseball. They have the number one offense in all of baseball. They have eight players that have hit over 20 home runs. I mean, it's a shame about Kyle Gibson. But on the other side, on the flip side, my friend, this Minnesota team's fucking dangerous. Yeah. So let me give you a synopsis of what I think is going to happen in the American League, okay? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the wild card team, whoever wins the wild card game, has to go to and play Houston in the first round, most likely. That's what I think is going to happen. I think Houston is going to be the number one seed. Mm-hmm. I think the Yankees are going to drop to the number two seed, okay? I think the wild card team whether it's Tampa Bay or Oakland, whoever wins that game is going to go to Houston and get their ass whooped. To Verlander, Cole, and uh, Granke, yeah, yeah, probably. Got, yeah, Tampa Bay and Oakland, you got no shot against Houston. So uh, I, I got Tampa Bay and Oakland playing in a wild card game. Whoever wins that game is going to have to go play Houston because I believe Houston's going to have the number one seed. I believe they're going to get their ass kicked in that series. Houston wins easy. I believe Minnesota is going to knock off the Yankees in the first round. Remember where you heard it. You heard it right here. Okay, that's going to be one hell of an offensive game. Look for a lot of overs in that series. Mm -hmm. I think Minnesota's going to knock the Yankees off, Poppy. And I think the American League Championship Series is the Twins and the Astros, my friend. And I got the Astros prevailing and going to the World Series. Okay. That's the way I see the American League. Okay? You heard it right here from the baseball guru himself. Now, let's head over to the National League real quick. Uh, The National League East, Braves got a two-game lead over the Nationals, who are surging but the Braves just keep winning. The Nationals keep winning, and the Braves keep winning. In the Central, St. Louis got a three-game lead over the Cubs. Milwaukee seven games back. They're fucking done, okay? They got bad pitching. They got a bad bullpen. Uh, They got a 38-run differential. The Brewers have minus 38-run differential. Even with that lineup, Poppy. Yeah, they can't score anymore. They're done. The Brewers are finished, okay? They're four games out of the wild card, seven games out of the division. Say goodbye to the Brewers, open up a can of beer in Milwaukee, and start drinking because your season's and fucking... go get some bratwurst, too. Yeah, have a bratwurst and some fucking Miller beer because you're fucking done. Uh, National League West, Dodgers obviously an 18-game lead on Arizona. Uh, just absolute blowout. Phenomenal year. Great year for the Dodgers. But uh, let me tell you what's going to happen. The wild card. Nationals have a three-game lead for the first wild card. Uh, the Cubs, who can't win on the road, are sitting second. My Phillies are two, two and a half games out. And surprisingly, Arizona is three, three and a half out. That is surprising. They've been playing really good baseball. Biggest shock of the season is Arizona. Yep. I'm not afraid to say I said Arizona was a 90-loss team this year. Yeah. That's what I said at the beginning of the year. I said we can make a lot of money betting against Arizona, Steve. Mm -hmm. I was totally wrong about this team. Great coaching job down there by, what's his name, Tony Lavetta or Tony Lavia or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Great job of coaching down there. This team fights. And they traded away their ace, They too. traded away everyone. Yeah. They got rid of Goldschmidt. They got rid of fucking Pollock. Granky. They got rid of Granky in the middle of the fucking season. Yeah. And they're only three and a half games out of making the playoffs. Yeah. And they just keep fighting. And David Peralta, the D-train, he's out. He's done for the fucking season. Yeah. And they just keep winning, Poppy. Yeah. I, li- I like the trade they made to get Gallon from uh, yeah. Miami. Yeah, yeah he's That's so. a good pickup. I got to tell you, this Arizona team was the biggest surprise of the year. Uh, but I got some bad news for you. All the fans of the snakes down there in the desert, the ride's over. 
<laughs> Arizona, you're done. You're not going anywhere. Uh, the Phillies, they suck on the road. Gabe Kapler's a fucking idiot. Okay, the manager, just eat a dick, Gabe Kapler. I can't stand you. You're horrible. Uh, there's two teams in the National League that are minus in run differential that have a playoff possibility. That's the Phillies are minus three in the run differential. They actually give up more than they score uh, with, that, are, with that lineup. How are you liking Harper? He's turned the season around. He's doing okay. 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 He's, he's doing okay. He's got a hundred. He just got his hundredth home run. Uh, he, he, he's turning it around. He's doing fine. We'll leave him alone for now. It's not necessarily his fault. Uh, the lineup just doesn't produce. They haven't produced all year. They got a great lineup, just like Milwaukee has a great lineup. If you look at those two lineups on paper, they they look like they're going to put up eight runs every day. Right. But, but they they're the, but they're the only two teams in the National League that are in playoff contention that have minus. Run differentials. Right. The Brewers are minus 38. The Phillies are minus 3. You can't go anywhere. You're not going to make the postseason when you're minus in run differential. No. Come on. you got to be able to score more than you give up. It's common sense. And you got to be able to win on the road. Jesus. Milwaukee's done. they got bad pitching. they got a bad bullpen. Minus 38 run differential. The Phillies, they just can't win on the road. Gabe Kapler, the manager, sucks. You never know what the fucking lineup's going to be every day because he, cha- <laughs> he changes it every day like I changed my fucking boxers. And the Phillies got a real tough schedule. They got three more games left with the Mets, three with Cleveland. They got to play the Braves seven more times and the Nationals five more times. Yeah, that's, that's tough sledding. Look at me, guys. All my Philly brothers out there, brotherly love, we're done. We've been done for a while. We're only two and a half games back in a wild card. I'm sorry to say, I got no faith. We're done. And I just told you why. Tough remaining schedule. The manager's an idiot, and we can't win on the road. So here are my predictions in the National League. Pay attention. Pay attention, because this might surprise you. I got Atlanta, obviously, winning the East. I think that's pretty safe. Number two seed. I got the Dodgers winning the West, number one seed. The Cubs are three games back of St. Louis right now in the Central. I got the Cubs surging and winning that division. I think they, they have seven of their last ten, I believe, with St. Louis, too. I got. I believe you're correct. So that, that division is still yet to be decided. That sums it up right there. All right. Uh, whoever wins those games is obviously going to win the division. I got the Cubs three back. I got them surging and, and stealing this division back from the Cardinals and putting it where it belongs, in the, hand, in the hands of the Chicago Cubs fans. So I got the Nationals getting the first wild card game. Mm-hmm. I got St. Louis losing the division but getting that second wild card game. So they're getting in the playoffs. I got St. Louis having to go to Washington to take on Scherzer in that wild card game. Say goodnight, Redbirds. Say goodnight. I got the Nationals beating the Cardinals in the wild card game. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then I got the winner of that series, the Nationals, going to play the number one seed Dodgers. You want to know what's going to happen? The only team in the National League, in my mind, that could beat the Dodgers is the Nationals. The biggest nightmare for a Dodger fan is Max Scherzer, Patrick Corbin, and my man Steven Strasburg. This offense is hot right now. They're winning games. They're, they got three fucking monster pitchers that can hang with Kershaw and Ryu and fucking Bueller and Maeda, okay? Yeah. I think the only team that can beat the Dodgers in the National League is the Nationals, and I got bad news for the Dodger fans. I'm going to roll with Max Scherzer, and I'm going to roll with the Nationals. Not only to win the wild card game in Washington over St. Louis, I got the Nationals beating the fucking Dodgers 
Sorry, all you LA fans. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail, a lot of hate comments about this. Sorry. Send, Dod- send it to Area 51 where he'll be going back to. Correct. <laughs> Take that Dodger dog, stick it right up your ass because the Nationals are going to whoop the Dodgers in that series. I got Atlanta taking on the Cubs in the other series. And moving on, uh, I got Atlanta, my friend. I got the Nationals and because the Cubs can't win on the road, Poppy. Yeah. Atlanta's offense, I love them. I just love everything about Atlanta and the Cubs. The fact they can't win on the road, their offense has been a little shaky. They're getting hot now. I'm going to take the Atlanta Braves simply because the Cubs can't win on the road. The bullpen's been shaky, too. Carl Edwards, the previous couple of years, came they in. They can't win stud. on the road. Uh, no, they can't win on the road. The bullpen phenomenal at home. Can't yep. win on the road. Yep, I agree. And if you can't win on the road, you know my theory. Okay, so National League, to sum it up, I got the Nationals beating the Dodgers. I got the Braves beating the Cubs. So I got the Nationals winning the National League, my friend, in that series. Did you hear what I just said? I got the wild card team, Washington Nationals, beating St. Louis, beating the Dodgers, and then beating the motherfucking Braves. So who's it going to be? Minnesota, Houston? Houston. So it'll be Houston and Washington. And who gets the The Washington Nationals against the Houston Astros in the World Series, and Bryce Harper is going to cry his eyes out. There you have it. You think Washington? He didn't re-sign with the Nationals. And the Nationals are going to go to the World Series, folks, and they're going to take on the Houston Astros. In Skipper's humble opinion, I just broke it down for you. And guess who's going to win the World Series? The Houston Astros. The Houston Astros. You heard it right here. Astros over the Nationals in the World Series. And that's it. Major League Baseball summed up. I think we, what do we do, Poppy? We gave them a breakdown in the NFL. Lots of college information. We gave them some golden fucking nuggets in college football. Yep. Okay. Baseball. More, more than we ever should have. Yes. And Big Skipper just broke down the postseason in the MLB. I don't know how long this podcast has been, but it feels like it's been two hours. And, and we, it's been great to be back. Yeah, we proved proof of life as well. It's been great to be back. Skipper's alive and well. I'm in great health. I eat my vitamins. I take my zinc. I take my magnesium. I eat 1,500 vitamin C a day. I take my fish oil. I drop a little B12 under my tongue. I eat fresh fruits, I eat fresh vegetables, and now I'm going to eat your fucking bookie. 877-220-6540. Get a hold of me. Podcast 232, over and out. It's Steve Stevens. I'll bust your bookie head open. Split it to the white meat. I ain't joking. Me and Dirt Bomb in the ghost float. Straight OG like that kush I be smoking. It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it. A little white girl around, I might sniff it. Popping bub in the club, so twisted. My pops keeps telling me to go get it. So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers. I'm talking about five figures. I need a few shots of liquor. Might need another zipper if the bomb play me. Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady. When it comes to betting sports, Steve Stevens a beast. Need a certified winner called VIP Sports. I got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock. So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like pirate. Money talking.